Good evening, Rabbi We're here in the section of Peregimel of Sharavaitis Alikim, where we're now discussing the mindless of the Torah over those of the Seichel. Even though we discussed seven reasons why it's imperative to have the Abedis HaSeichel, and it's even on a higher level. But yet now Chavis Abedis is switching gears and showing that without the Horus HaTayra, without having a Torah which guides us, which tells us what we're obligated to do, we would never be able to manage just with the Horus HaSeichel, just with using the intellect alone. And he explained the first one is because we're a makeup of the Guf and the Nefesh. We're a makeup of bodily desires, physical desires, and that may pull us away. Or if we use the intellect to the other extreme, we would just become hermits and just have nothing to do with this world, be celibates and not nothing to do with anything in this world. And therefore the Torah is there to be the golden medium, to be the balance, the Derech Hamamutze. As the Rambam says, that's the way a person has to go. He has to go with a healthy balance in, in the midway point. The second thing he mentioned is that there will be many things that we would not end up doing, particularly in Ben Odom La Chaveri. Things that have to do with one person and another person. Those obligations, a person just using Seichel would not get there on his own. Yes, we would do things that are our obligation to Hashem, but there were many things that we wouldn't do, even within the realm of Ben Odom La Mokim, but certainly in the realm of Ben Odom like giving Tzedakah and giving us and doing Miser, that we wouldn't do without without the Horus HaTayr, without knowing what to do. And that we knew we need both from the Torah itself and the way that the Nevi'im, the way the Chazal explain and learn it up. And in this last, in the, in the second, in this second point, the Chavazvama says, and this we know from a positive, so just let's stop here for a moment to ask a question, give an answer, and explain this a little bit better, a little bit deeper. Really, what we're saying here is that we need Yerushalayim. We need Yerushalayim. If a person just had Seichel, oh yes, everything is good, and when everything is going well, we're going to do what Hashem wants us to do. But, if we don't have Yerushalayim, we don't have that fear of heaven, so that there will be things that we'll never come to do. And there will be, there will be a, a line that we won't be comfortable to cross, or we won't have the motivation to cross. Now this Pesach, Veligim Asa Yeshirim Elefanov, interesting, a Pesach in Kehelas, Chazal tell us that this Pesach actually refers to things in nature. For example, the Gemara tells us the reason why Hashem gives us scary dreams, nightmares, is that we should, should instill in, in us Yerushamayim, fear of heaven. The reason why Hashem makes these tremendous loud claps of thunder and children and even some adults get a little bit of a jolt. And it's there to instill fear into, into us. So if that's the case, so then why is this, that this is the idea learned from Torah, if really, you see HaKadosh Baruch who set it up in nature itself, that these things should instill fear, fear within us. And the answer has to be that there's really two areas of Yerushalayim. One is an overall Yerushalayim. Then what are we here for in this world? We're here, of course, to serve Hashem and get to the next world. But that's sort of like a general Yerushalayim. And that 
a clap of thunder could jolt us into, into uh, reality once again and think about life or a nightmare, terrible dream. The person dreamt that he passed on from this world or a loved one passed on and he gets frightened. It was so vivid, the dream. And he thinks, wow, what's life all about? <laughs> if it could end just like that, if this dream would be actually reality, and that instills the whole idea of what direction is he going. But in the Togteglach, in the day-to-day fight with the Yetzirah, that Yerushamayim is a whole different story. That Yerushamayim you're not going to get from a clap of thunder. That you're not going to get from a terrible dream. That has to be from working on one's lave, on one's heart, instilling in it Yerushamayim to hold back from doing what's wrong and keep doing the right thing. If I could describe it as something that Rabbi Ephraim Waxman Shlita said in his drusha before this past Shavuos, he mentioned an idea from Rav Dessler, a meritic idea, a wonderful concept from Rav Dessler. There is what's called a Bechira Chalolis and a Bechira Protis. There's an overall Bechira, free choice, and there's a more specific, detailed free choice. What a person is going to do in life, his direction, what's his goals, what's his passion, is it just to have a good time in this world, to have, just to seek pleasures, or is it to try to serve HaKadosh Baruch with the best he can? That's a Bechira Klolis. That's an overall choice that a person has to make. And that's an intellectual choice. He sees the world. He sees what it's all about. He's honest with himself and says, this is the, the direction I should take. The direction that's going to bring me close to Tagorosh Baruch The direction that's going to get me earn my reward in Olam Abba. That's the route I want to take. That's the path that I want to go on. That's an intellectual decision. But that's a general decision in life in terms of what direction and, of course, the type of person he'll marry, the place where he'll live, what he'll be involved in. That goes in all of these decisions. The Bechira Klolis, the general Bechira, the free will in terms of overall picture. And that's intellectual. But then there's the Bechira Pratis. Then there's the Bechira, which is on the choices that we have to make sometimes five, ten times a day. Will I do this thing or not? That is not an intellectual way of dealing with it. That won't be enough. That has to be in the lave. That is emotional. The person going to hold himself back from doing this thing that his Yetzirah is pushing him, that Bechira Pratis, those details, those individual choices, that has to come from the lave. That, Rav Desla explained, that comes from Gevura. For that, you need Gevura, you need strength to restrain from doing the wrong thing, from holding back from doing the wrong thing. Restraint, that takes Gevura. There's a difference between the intellect and the lave in that respect. So here also, when Baruch Hu gave us Yira in the world, there's an overall Yira, what we're describing as the Bechira Klolis. There's an overall Yira. What direction is the person taking? You know, where is he heading? Sometimes a person is, is doing things that are 
so much on the on the wrong path, and it takes a uh, a clap of thunder. It takes maybe somebody uh, a heart attack to the person, something catastrophic that he realizes. You know, let me take stock over here. I need to do a reset. We need to do a reset button in terms of the whole raison d'être of what this person is in life. What is his goals? What's his purpose over here? Where is he heading? That's overall. But then even if a person is on the right path, but still things come up, he's challenged with losing his temper, he's challenged with saying Lashonari, he's challenging that doing things he shouldn't be doing, that takes Gvura. And that Gvura is a different era. That's for Lekim, Asa, Shira, Malafonov, that's a different type of era. That era doesn't come from the mind, that era comes from the life. That era comes from instilling in ourselves Musr, that year it comes from reviewing over the right things to do and what we're supposed to be doing in life, the choices we're supposed to be making. That Bechira protest, that detailed Bechira on the day-to-day challenges that we are faced with from the Eight Sahara, that's a whole other story. And that's also, that too takes an element of Yerushalayim, but a different Yerushalayim. Not the Yerushalayim that we see out in the Bria. Not the Yerushalayim that we can get from the Seichel, from the intellect. But that Yerushalayim comes from, we know, from the Torah. And that's why that's needed, very necessary, part of Europe as well. Okay, so that is a, a point just to go back for a moment to, to uh, the Chelek HaSheni, the, the uh, second area of the superiority or the necessity of having the Ha'ara over and above the Ha'ara of Seichel. Okay? So that idea, and that's really what he's describing over here, he's expressing that the, the, the fact that certain things we would never do without the Torah telling us. Just to, to leave it at here, but one other point. Talks about giving tzedakah, giving maiser, milas chasadim, I heard a beautiful idea and a shia that was listened to from Rav Shimshin Pinkas Atzal. He said it, he heard this horror from a younger man. He pointed out, you know, the in, in the world at large, even non-Jews give charity. There are people, certainly not at the at the level that that Yidin give, but they also give charity. But for the most part, they give charity to institutions, to to build hospitals, to build universities for the, for the for the overall general society. But you ever heard of uh, they're making a, a collection for one individual? We have Yidin that never go through hardships, whether a death in the family or someone got sick all of a sudden and they were not prepared for it, they, they wouldn't have the provisions for it. And there was, this, this happens constantly, that they start raising money. They can raise hundreds of thousands of dollars for one individual for the for the for the uh, for the recovery of an individual to get a to pay for a surgery for an individual to put to put uh, one individual back on his feet hundreds of thousands of dollars that's unique to Yidin because we understand from the Torah that we're all connected we're all considered Achene we're all Bnei Yisrael we're all Bonim Bonim we're all children of Akash which the Rambam says therefore makes us, we're like siblings with one another. That individuality, that comes from a different era. That we wouldn't know from Seichel itself. Seichel would say, well, let's, uh, let's make a, a big fund for all the people who are 
sick in this in this particular illness. But for the individual, oh, that you get from the Torah. This tzedakah to the individual, this miser to the, to the levium, to the yoni, this gemilas chesed even to an individual, that's uniquely Torahic. That's uniquely something that we didn't have. So this is the second chilek, the second reason why there's a necessity to have Torah over and above that of the Seichel. Agutenachtem.